intro. Better not be the fucking cave thing again. I'm, I can, I keep dying. They were ruins. I, yeah, but I keep maybe that I keep dying. They were culturally indistinct ruins. Well, yeah, but like I don't know. I felt like it was kind of a cave thing. Like it was kind of like a there's like snakes and traps. I'm sorry, did you beat Dark Souls in your first run? I didn't fucking think so. You gotta keep trying hard, okay? Okay. It's not my fault you're bad at the game, alright? I made a good game. I don't want- Fuck you. I don't want to go back. <laughs> alright. We aren't going back to the ruins. <laughs> you hear the bell ring. You're back in school. Whoa. Oh, you're 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 just a tot, just a wee tot. Golly. What? That's what I sounded like as a kid. <laughs> you sounded like a fucking pig amalgam. Golly. I can't wait to go back to school. I meet all my cool friends. Like jumping <laughs> Joe. It sure is tough being at home a homunculus. It sure is tough being a normal regular kid. Just like you. Um. Go ahead and tell me the rest of your story, Mr. Allen. So. <laughs> Come on. I hate this, Bobby. It doesn't sound like you. This, this is, voice is transformative. This is just what I was like when I was. You didn't know me when I was this age. This. Uh, <laughs> this this, this age of 22. This non-committal age. Um, you're in class. You're in school. And you go into your classroom. And you see all your friends. All your schoolmates. All your chums. You see your best friend. Hey. Master Chief. Hey, Halo. And Mario. And Zelda. They're all here. Your best friends. Hey, Sonic, thanks for not pushing me down. No, he's not here! I didn't say Sonic, and he's not here, and he knows why. But so I like, I like playing- He knows why. I like playing on the playground with Sonic. And you know why, too. I like playing on the playground with Sonic. He never pushed me down like any of the others. You can't see Sonic, and you know why, and Sonic knows why, and everyone else knows why, and nobody wants to talk about it. Okay. So you're there with your your best friends, Master Chief, and Mario, and Zelda, um, and and you get a you get a note passed to you by Mario, and he's like, "Hey, yo, it's from a uh, it's from that girl, it's from that new girl." Is it Amy from Sonic the Hedgehog? No, it's not! She's not here either! <laughs> you get a note. You get a note passed to you from Mario, and he's like, oh! <laughs> no? Keep going. What does the note say? <laughs> well, Mario hands it to you. Uh, and he, he doesn't say anything. He just, put, he, he just points a thumb. Um... B uh, behind you guys at a uh, someone in the corner um, and it's a note it just says do you like me yes no maybe and who who's sitting behind me again it's been a while I forgot oh well you're gonna have to turn around and look at them uh look behind me <laughs> I don't know Bobby 
Who is it? A text box pops up. Who is it? It's video games, baby. <laughs> and that's a big yes. <laughs> I love you, video games. Uh, I love you, video games. Oh, don't be like that, video games. Come on, you know I love you. Come on, come a little closer, video games. Come on, let me give you a little... You know, this isn't where the bit was going, but it's 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 just as well. It's not about the it's not about the bit, it's about the journey to the the other bit. Yeah. <laughs> this is what you this is what you sign on for when, whenever whenever we start one of these episodes. So you just gotta accept it, man. And then Sonic the Hedgehog comes into the room, he bursts out of attention. Hey guys, you heard about podcast with my best friends Bobby and Hunter who wants to go kiss hi I'm Hunter J Allen hey and I'm the other guy no I'm Bobby McCarthy. And hi, welcome to Two Itchy Boys, a little show about little games, where we share with you the hidden gems and little treasures we found deep within the Itch.io game site. And uh, as uh, as you can 100% certainly tell from that clear and decise intro, this week we're doing, I think I said, ass- I think I, I think I said assigned reading last week, but I think required reading is a better, a better term. Yeah, they both get it kind of, but I, I I think yeah, required reading, yeah, makes more sense. And so, uh, yeah, this week we're gonna we're bringing to light some uh, must plays, some real uh, real gems amongst smaller gems. Yes, yeah, sir, that is correct. We are bringing you the 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 best in the the itchness today. This on this fine. Uh, Hallow's Eve. This isn't... This isn't Halloween. Well, they don't have to know that. I mean, they will. <laughs> this goes up in like three days. God damn. And, uh... Yeah, today... This, this week, we are bringing you... What are... I mean, you, you fucking heard the guy. These are game... If you are playing... Itchio games. These are games that you have to. You can't miss these puppies. Let me just tell you that. Let me just say that. Yeah, this was this was kind of a tough one for for both of us to really try and thread this needle because the the nature of the show we try to bring forward some games that odds are you haven't heard of, but also but also for this episode try to do try to bring some games that are kind of the cream of the crop, kind of the. I don't know. I I feel like this episode is less of a showcase of games and more of a showcase of this is what itch.io is and what it's offering. Which I think, you know, also uh is equally valuable. The 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 biggest question we we had to ask ourselves this episode was how big is too big? And uh and boy howdy did we find out. I believe you go first this week. What uh what video game do you have for us? What what will you lay down at the altar? 
The first the first game I'm bringing to you today is a little game called Fatum Betula, which is uh, Latin for Birch of Fate for you nerds out there. Ooh, this is a game that you may have heard of. In in fact, I mean, if you're in this show's audience specifically, odds are you probably have heard of this game. It's a game by Bryce Butcher or Buker. I I don't know. It doesn't have a T. So I'm just wait, gonna pronounce wait, wait, it. Wait, wait, wait. Have we covered one of their games before? Have we? Hold on, just because that name sounds familiar. I mean, yeah, he. Holy shit, this dude made Misters under Lankophilia. Hunter J. Allen never forgets a face. Or a uh, name. No, I see him. No, I see. We see you, Bryce. We We see you, Bryce. Please text us back. Don't close your blinds. No, don't. No, not the curtain. Oh, okay. Please look at me. I can't finish unless you look at me. So this game is <laughs> the the elevator pitch is it's kind of it's kind of a spin on uh, games like LSD Dream Emulator. Uh, I, I think Ooh. is the most obvious. Um, I just played that game. Yeah. And uh, it, it also kind of reminds me of Yume Nikki. Uh, in that, it, it, so it's one of those games that just kind of dumps you into a, a a weird little surreal world, um, and just asks you to asks you to look around and do shit. Um, it's got a little bit of a spooky vibe, a little bit of a you know, a little bit of an atmospheric. Uh, probably on Steam has a psychological horror tag, even though that it it does. Yeah, oh, it, does, it does actually. Um, and uh, yeah, just kind of. So the idea is, you're you're given um, three vials and uh, floating like vagina face uh, tells you that the birch of fate is like needs water or whatever. So it's your job to uh, find some liquid to give to the birch. And uh, whatever you end up giving it, it, it shapes how the world is, basically. Playing through this game, I realized that this is just indie Elden Ring. Huh. Because that's just... Because, like, the, the basic idea is it sets you out in this relatively... Op- like, this open-ended world. Um, and it just asks you to fucking explore and find NPCs and do their like side quests or whatever and that's how you get the ju- your juices. It it is basically just deciding the fate of the world based off of what threads you choose to follow and um ba- like basically what whatever side quests you choose to pursue uh shape the fate of re- sh- they 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 shape the form of reality. So, like, for uh, for an example, one of the things that the uh, scary face at the beginning tells you is, okay, whatever you do, don't give this thing blood. Bobby, did you give it blood? That was the first thing I did. <laughs> Bobby, they tell you not to. And, uh, let me tell you, want to talk about a spooky ending? Uh, that shit is terrifying. I mean, it's it's not... It's not like a jump scare or anything. Because, like, this is... It's not a horror game. It's just a game that brings up ideas that... 
I mean, if you if you live in 2022, just make just make you really uncomfortable. I don't I don't quite understand what that means. Bit of a, a bit of a background on Bryce Butcher. I think he's like 20 or something. Like he's our generation. And I'm trying to be as broad as possible here. I mean, he he might be a, like a generation behind us or something. And like that that shows through in a lot of his like another just just for an example, and you you fucking zoomers like you, you zoomers know you love your skeletons. There's there's another there's another ending where you collect bone juice. I also ju- love a skeleton. Yeah, no bitch. So one of the endings involves you giving the tree bone juice. That ending uh turns everyone in the world into skeletons. Oh, that and is like, very good. And this this silly this goofy little uh xylophone music. Um Oh, that's very good. This this silly little bit of xylophone music plays over just like low res cuz it, it's like got PS PS1 graphics, like pre-rendered PS1 cutscene of just a skeleton dancing in a black background while text rolls rolls across the screen saying everyone is now a skeleton. Um that is so incredibly good. So like that is that is our generations and I'm fuck. I'm including you in this, buddy. Yeah, all um, right. This—that's our generation's comedy in a nutshell, right? <laughs> Everyone is skeletons now. Like that's it, right? That's yeah, that's it. That's, that's us. It. Um, but but it is all. It is also just like going back to the uh, the blood ending, which these these are both kind of ba- like these are both in in comparison. Like they're, I feel okay giving these away because, like, in comparison to the rest of the endings, these two are relatively easy to get. Like, li- like little baby spoilers, a yeah. little early on. Little baby, sp- because this is one of those games where you're really intended to go through this multiple times to get all the endings, or, or as many endings as you want, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, it, in my eyes, these are like early game spoilers, like because. Yeah, the blood thing is one of the one of the earliest endings you can get, and you literally just get it by feed, feeding an NPC the wrong fish. Is how I got it. Oh, um, that's good. And he just like drops over dead because the fish kills him or whatever. And so, the the game basically tells you that after you fed the birch blood the world has fallen into a state where connection is impossible and people are only capable of resolving differences by hurting one another and it's just like this really like the the image sure the imagery that's associated like it, it's got like a close up of like a live action eye or whatever of like a, a sea of blood and like all sorts of spooky shit and like there's spooky noises but it also just kind of describes our world. Hmm. And the game, the game just kind of calls you out for your refusal to look for something better. I don't know. It's, it's a case where like, cause this end, like in, in one sense, this ending is, it, it's, it is the archetypical bad ending, right? Like it's your, oh, you didn't take enough time to like engage with the world or whatever. So fuck you, you're getting the bad ending. You know, 
your freaking like Undertale genocide run bullshit. But it's also kind of a call to action that I really love. And like that's that's that is the thing about like yeah, the the atmosphere is cool, the music's great. Um it's got a bunch of fun NPCs that I just really enjoy uh talking like it there's this there's a skeleton with very long legs that's just in a basement that you can talk to who's just really fun. Um I, I, I don't know. Throughout throughout this game there is I I mean it is it is kind of a call to action. It is a game that that is just crushingly aware of how fucking sad and bleak life can be. And it is a game that's also through its uh I mean through its world design, through its theming, uh is constantly asking you how can you make things better? And it's just a very, it's a very nice game. And I, I, I think it is because like I, I feel as though indie games are kind of the, the late millennial uh, slash Zoom. They are the definitive way we artistically express ourselves. They're, they're our thing. They're, they're our thing that like other. They're, yeah. They're our thing. And I don't know. I don't know. In that sense. Fatim Betula is kind of like along that thinking. It is one of the great art pieces of our time. <laughs> I, I I don't know for that reason. I I could not see myself first and foremost um, suggest recommending any other game just because. And you know, ho- hopefully, you know, I, I I gave away a couple a couple like really small things that are kind of easy to discover on your own anyway. So I hope Bobby, you ruined the skeleton ending. I ruined the skeleton ending. I know it is the most important part of the, but, but it's just a game that if, if you give it the time, like it's a game that gives you what you put into it. Like gardening. Like, like gardening. Maybe that's where, fuck man. That's where the tree thing comes in. Fuck man. That is just fuck. It's like, it is gardening. So yeah, that is uh, Fatim Betula. It's a game by Bryce Butcher, uh, released in 2020. It's six bucks. <laughs> Fatim Betula, that's my game. Uh, Hunter, please go. I feel like I'm making an, an ass of myself. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, uh, <laughs> this is a really hard category to choose. Um. There's a there's there's kind of a nice history of games that start on itch.io and get bigger and when they fully release they go to Steam and uh uh Nintendo Switch. Um and there are some games that like have completely different versions like Celeste, uh like the whole alpha of Celeste. Um I don't know if I'd call it an alpha or just like a a prototype demo. Um that started on itch.io uh doki doki literature club got its start on itch.io that got started Um, on itch yeah shit yeah i guess it's not surprising doki doki literature club is the perfect cross section for both games that we chose today it really is shit and i think that's really telling considering doki doki literature club is pretty much always at the top of like 
top 10 games to check out on itch.io lists. That's the subversive freaking visual novel, right? Yeah. The one everyone knows. You the know one everyone, yeah, you about. know it. Um, and of course, there's like tons of games that are just on itch.io, uh, your, your, uh, your Night in the Woods that uh, came out on itch.io but still had its its other releases um you have a game like the lisa series where you can only get the first lisa game on itch.io and a, a similar thing with uh uh a night in the woods where there's uh i believe three supplemental um short games that came after it that are like uh little epilogues that you can only get on itch uh, i don't think you can get them on steam um, so there's there was a lot to choose from in regards of like big stuff, but I thought that was too big. Um, Fair enough. And yeah. I and I also wanted to kind of match the vibe you were going with with your I don't know how you describe it that the idea that the Itchio store has an abundance of your type of game the the blo- the the clunky 3D modeled super spooky subversive game and so i chose the exact opposite end of the spectrum and chose another type of game that the itch.io store has an abundance of which is gay visual novels itch.io is absolutely fucking lousy with gay visual novels they got gay visual novels out the wazoo out the wazoo I'm of the philosophy that every human being with a beating heart has a gay visual novel inside of them that they have to make. We all have one in us. We all have one in us. We all have them. I'm pretty sure mine's a vampire one. Oh, it's gotta be. So I chose, uh, you know, on the opposite of the spectrum, I wanted to choose the cream of the crop. And what was popping up on a ton of lists was butterfly soup. Hell yeah, baby. And so I played it, and I did not regret it. Bobby, this might be the funniest game I've ever played. You have sent me so many goddamn screenshots of this. Bobby is just so fucking funny. Bobby, it's It's funny. It's pretty good. (laughs) Just out of context, there's some some banger (laughs) one-liners here. (laughs) Um, I'll get to some banger one-liners. I have some banger one-liners on my list, but... So it's a visual novel, not a ton of interaction, but you know, that's that's the the, the standard course for these games. Um, but to sum it up, it is a coming of age, coming of out, and coming to home plate baseball anime inspired visual novel. Fuck yeah, baby! It Best is. combination of words I think I've ever heard come out of your mouth. <laughs> it's just really fucking funny. All right, it's. That's like it's it's a sweet little visual novel about girls discovering that they are gay at different points and some of them falling in love with each other and also playing baseball. Fuck yeah, baby. It's really good. And also dealing uh, with uh, some heavy subjects of being Asian American in the United States and dealing with the pressures of being first generation Asian American uh, dealing with the pressures from their parents. It can get at times emotionally heavy and all of those moments, I think land pretty darn well. Uh, They do a really good job of fleshing out the sort of struggles of these characters. But for the most part, it is a just dynamite, funny, 
fucking game. Holy shit. I, I haven't laughed at a video game in so fucking long. Like, Don't worry, I looked it up on Yahoo Answers. Yeah? What'd you look up? That was one of the screenshots. Oh, of- yeah. Oh, yeah, that was one. <laughs> that was one of the quotes he sent me. There was, there's a lot of really good quotes from this game. Like, there's, there's just this beautiful uh, screen of one of the characters leaning in to kiss another, and there's, like, uh, like a pink background, and there's, like, I want to say there's, like, a, a Sakura Blossoms floating in the background. It's very um, romantic. Very romantic, and one of the uh, one of the girls is nervous uh, about kissing, and the other one's like, don't worry, I looked it up on Yahoo Answers. It's um, so good. <laughs> also, this game is so very much of, it, of its time. It takes place in the, uh, I believe, the late aughts, mid-aughts. Um... And it jumps back and forth uh, in time. It jumps from elementary school to high school. Like, it's so of its time. There's a bit in one of the elementary school segments that essentially explains how you can make friends through Sonic Adventure 2. Fuck yeah. And, like, how how, how that's how you establish your your social hierarchy. Oh, fuck yeah. It's really good. Fuck, dude. This, there, there's some, like, weird bits. Like, there's a... There's a segment where like these like two of the girls have a conversation about Obama of just like <laughs> being elected. Uh it's <laughs> I think this game is a is a very good poster child for the the phrase don't kill the part of you that's cringy, kill the part that cringes. Um cuz don't get me wrong, this game is a little it's a little cringy but in a very good way. In a very yeah. charming innocent it's way. A- in a in a way that's true to the the vibe it's trying to get across anyway. Yeah, in a in a way that is honest and do, and doesn't try too hard. Like it it does what it wants to do super well. It's just a funny, sweet coming out story about what it says in the package, a story about four lesbians in parentheses, actually three lesbians, one of them's bi. That's cute. It's really cute. And yeah, you play as each of these characters uh, in different segments of the game, uh, one after another, about them coming together in high school. Uh, three of them are close friends in high school. One of them moved away in elementary school and comes back and creates that group of four. The one the one girl that moves back uh, has always had a crush on the what I'll call the main girl, Dia. Uh, and when she comes back, Dia kind of starts to remember how she felt about the girl that's coming back, Minseo, uh, and starts realizing, like, oh, maybe I uh, also like girls. Like, there's there's this beautiful moment um, when she starts the day. She's like, maybe I like girls. Uh, probably not. No, I don't think that. I think probably not. And there's a, a later scene where a girl is just, like, falls and is lying on top of her and just over and over again in all caps, I'm gay, I'm gay, oh my god, I'm gay, I'm so gay. Fuck yeah. Fuck yeah, dude. Fuck yeah. God, I feel that. <laughs> and real breakout role for Akarsha, the the bisexual. Holy shit. Is this bitch funny? Oh my god. Fuck, I love her. God, I love Akarsha. God, she's so good. She's really funny, especially in the parts when she is strictly not funny. Like when she strictly makes jokes that are incredibly super not funny. 
God, she's fucking hysterical. God, that And the rule. baseball of it all. I haven't even talked about the baseball of God, it all. God, the baseball. The baseball of it all. There's this, like, bit where uh, the girl who comes back, Minseo, she's practiced this knuckle. Like, she's never been interested in baseball. But Dia has always been super sporty and super athletic and loves baseball. And they heard when they were in elementary school that... When you learn to throw a knuckleball, it means you put zero spin on it, so the ball's really wild and random. So what they'll do is they will match up pitchers and catchers where the catcher will learn specifically how to catch a certain pitcher's knuckleball because a knuckleball is a really good thing to have for getting people out because they're hard to predict, but they're also super hard to catch. So they will pair up pitchers and catchers, and sometimes the pitchers and catchers who know each other's knuckleball will even get traded with each other just because they're so invaluable together for that knuckleball. And so the girl, who, uh, uh, Minseo, who has this massive crush on Dia, learns and gets super fucking good at a knuckleball because she knows that Dia is a great catcher. And oh. Minseo doesn't even like baseball. She just That's loves so Dia so much. And so they have this thing that brings them together. Oh, man, it's so good. Oh, it's precious. Oh, Noel, uh, the the sort of the the bookish um, overachiever, doesn't like baseball at all. And the entire time, even when she's like kind of enjoying it, is just talking about how much she doesn't like it because her mother is bared down into her that she uh, needs to uh, needs to achieve uh, the highest she can scholastically. And every minute she's not doing that, she's wasting time. And so she looks down on others for it, and she learns to love herself a little more. And there's a car show who's hiding the secret pain. Uh, but she's so fucking funny, this a car sh- Oh my god, the baseball of it all! God, the baseball of it all, dude. <sighs> a coming of age, coming out, coming into home plate, anime-inspired baseball game. It's all I've ever wanted, and it's all I really need. Would you say it's a... Oh, nope, I sure run. wouldn't. No, I wouldn't. Oh, Shut wait, the wait, fuck hold, up. hold, hold on. Give me one more. Give me a. Would you say it's a homo run? Huh? 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 All right, that one fucking got me, and I hate you. Yeah, it did. Yeah, it did. Let it out. <laughs> Bobby, we're done professionally. It's okay. Let it we're out. Du- we're done. We're you're... done as co-hosts. We're done as friends. We're done as lovers. It's okay. Do you, you feel this way now? Just let it out. You're gonna see. You're gonna see. You're gonna understand. Um, it's also, okay. the music is very cute. Um, there's this pretty banging uh, heavy metal track that plays when one of the characters gets angry. Um, yeah. Okay. So the character that comes back after all these years, Minseo, they are very much a like junior high edgelord, like super, like always talking about how she's going to stab people and beat them up. And um, it's like very, very junior high, angry at the world, hot topic shirt, small town energy. Fuck yeah. Yeah. Like how we were very, yeah. Yeah. Very black fedora wearing wallet God. chain kind of, yeah, that kind of, but, but she's endearing. Yeah. But she's endearing, but also it's endearing because like it's not you, us. Yeah, you really got to have a stomach for it. I'll give you that. There, but yeah, there's this, uh, there's this sick ass fucking metal track that plays whenever she's like going on a fucking rampage, and uh, yeah, the music's really good. 
and um, yeah, it's it's a story. It's uh, it's pretty much just a story. So I don't have any gameplay to talk about, and I don't really want to get into the specifics of it. Uh, I do have a couple banger quotes from it, like um, Min isn't really a bad person. She always lets me be Luigi in Mario Kart. Fuck yeah. Uh, they're the type of person to not give pencils back. Is it a crime to like anime? Yes, absolutely. Fuck yeah. Spitting just absolute facts out here. Yeah, uh, there's one character who takes another character on a date, and they're asking the character's best friend what they should talk about, and they send a list of conversation topics, and the list is as follows. Owl City. Dogs with d- <laughs> I'm sorry. I didn't expect to break so soon. <laughs> I told you it's it's very, very of the, the mid-aughts. Fuck, um, I saw myself reflected in that one line. Conversation S- topics. Owl City. Dogs with different colored fur above their eyes that look like eyebrows. The Animal Planet show the most extreme. End of list. (laughs) (laughs) Is that not just all of us? That's just us. That's just us, dog. (laughs) Fuck, that's precious. Yeah, um, there's also a scene where somebody flips the fire alarm, but reprogrammed the fire alarm to play the Super Mario Bros. theme, and it fucking destroyed me. Holy shit. Oh, fuck, that's adorable. Fuck, it was really good. Oh, man. Okay, yeah, that's... Oh, Jesus. That is that is Butterfly Soup by Brianna Lay. Uh... Yeah, Brianna Lay just seems to be chilling. This was made in 2017, and it's pay what you want. Please go throw him a go throw him a bone. This game absolutely kicks ass, um, and this seems to be like kind of kind of the jewel in their cap. If you go to their Twitter, uh, it just says like at the top, "I made Butterfly Soup." Fuck yeah, they did. Yeah, they're they're just really good. Uh, play this game; it's very good. <laughs> it brought me a lot of joy. A lot of joy in these dark times. That's what we need. Fuck. Well, that's that's all I've got to say about about mine. It it really tickled me. Uh, anything else been tickling your fancy this week? Uh, so there was another game. I was torn between this and Phantom Betula. Most of the stuff that I had to say about Phantom Betula also applies to this game, which is why I kind of. I, I, I was so torn between the two of them. Uh, it's you, you ever hear about a game called Dujana? No. It's a game made uh, in 2017 by a dude named J. King Spooner. Like, in terms of, like, camera perspective, like, and the, the layout of the screen, it's almost kind of like a an RPG maker game. Mm-hmm. But it's also... I guess aesthetically you can compare it to Hylix. It's like a stop motion okay. anim- it's like a stop motion animation like animation game like everything's claymation and uh it's just just got a, a a very weird vibe to it. So basic premise for the plot. You are a woman 
named Dujana, living in the Middle East. And your family goes out one day, like your wife or your 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 husband and your kid. And uh, they're killed in a drone strike. But you don't know that. And so Fucking woof. the game you are looking for your family is is the basic premise. And just knowing that setup, it's kind of tells you like it's kind of a bleak game. Yeah, it fucking sounds like it. The the top review uh on the Steam page cuz this is another game that's on Steam uh just says Dujana hurts. <laughs> um and it is it is just um it's a vi- it's a fucking just viscerally just angry game. Um that that just has an an absolute shit ton of emotion in it, um, where it, it's got a lot to say about fucking you know American imperialism and like just just the whole it runs the whole gamut of modern issues that cause every one of us existential fear on a daily basis. But the other thing is that this game is fucking hilarious. <laughs> like okay, really. So opening cutscene, you your your family goes out. They're killed in a drone strike. Cuts back to you like a couple hours later, like they huh, they've been taking a while. I guess I should go out in my mech and look for them. What? Yeah. <laughs> Hold on, so this game this, <laughs> this like this funny grief game just pulls a fucking <laughs> Pulls a fucking not a crawl right out of its ass. Yeah, except it's for for the movement for the mech. I think the uh, developer just did the fully work himself because literally, like during its walking animation, you just hear. <laughs> it's so fucking funny, dude. And like, it's just a goofy ass game. Um, that is. Uh, it also has just an entire Metroidvania hidden inside it. Bobby, what it, is this fucking... You've just described, like, nine games! It is a lot... It is so many fucking games. And the... I I think the, the Metroidvania bit is probably the thing I've spent the most time on. Because it's really fucking... It's really fucking good. And it's really funny because it's, it's got its own plotline where, like, these four djinn are, like, destroying the world or whatever. And there's this prophecy. Basically, the only person who can save the world is, and I quote, a man with a gun the size of a fucking huge gun. End quote. (laughs) (laughs) And it's that that kind of game. Just extremely goofy. (laughs) Extremely heartbreaking. Oh, that sounds really good. Um, also, I just noted because I've got the Steam page pulled up right now because it's on both Itch and uh, Steam. Uh, the the about page just says apolitical. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> it's it's just one word. That's the description. It just says apolitical. God damn, that's fucking, that's hysterical. No, it's really good. It's got a really good, like, classic Final Fantasy overworld, too, where you're just, like, on a motorcycle and, like, you know your, you know your airships in Final Fantasy. 
Yeah. You, you know, that kind of traversal overworld map. It's got that going for it. And it's just got so much like it's got some weirdly like classic Fallout vibes, too. I don't know. I could go on and on about shit that's shit that's in this game because there's just so much in it. So I feel like it'd be better to just say, look into it for yourself and fucking play this game. It's seven bucks and it is so goddamn worth it. God damn, I gotta check it out. Also, please check out Bloodborne PSX. <laughs> it's so goddamn good. That that was one of the uh, that was one of the categories we were considering for our yeah coverage on this uh, because there's a lot of there are a lot of D makes on on itch. Yeah, a lot of really cool PS1 D makes. Um, the <laughs> some of my favorites. There's the Bloodborne PSX. There's there's sclerosis, which is uh, an amnesia PS1. Oh D-make. shit! Um, there's also my favorite titled Escape PS1 Hagrid, <laughs> which is, <laughs> which uh, it's like Outlast, but uh, you're being chased by the PS1 Hagrid from Hag- the PS1 Harry Potter games. That rules. Yeah, that shit's fucking choice. <laughs> yeah, but but I feel like I, I feel like Bloodborne PSX is. Ha- just had to be my pick because one I love blood uh, I'm biased because I love Bloodborne uh also Lilith like Lilith uh the the dev she just seems really fucking cool um and I want to be her friend um and also it is just <laughs> like it is somehow both the epitome of what a PS1 demake can be and also just like the best souls like it is the best replication of the souls formula I've I've played in any non-Souls game, and it has fucking split screen. Oh, fuck, dude. Which for Bloodborne fucking rules. Yo. I just want to get high with a friend and play Bloodborne on the same screen. I'll do I'll do that with you. God, please give me this. Uh, so, Hono, what else, what else do you have to put on, to slap on this itchy table? Hmm, uh, we're running a little long. I played a couple games, but, uh, we're running a little long, so I'll keep it quick. Um, uh, to be honest, uh, my computer's been out of commission for a hot minute, and I kind of jumped on the boat late. I've just been playing Kirby. Fuck yeah. Um, I've I've been playing a lot of Kirby. Yo, Kirby, I mean, I've- You've been, you've been playing, uh, Forgotten Land? Fuck, dude, I love Kirby- and all of his work. I love I love that little pink freak, let me tell you. I, I love Oh, I've seen your Twitter feed. I know how much you love that little pink freak. Let me tell you. This that, game's good. This little this little fucker, he knows how to get it. <laughs> he he can Kirby get it. Can, Kirby can get it. Kirby fucks. <laughs> you heard it here first, folks. Kirby that, fucks. It's an itchy boy exclusives. Kirby Fox. Listen, um, listen to me, everyone. I love Kirby in the most sexual way possible. Yeah, I've just been playing. I've been playing Kirby. Uh, after we released our last episode, uh, the folks over at Colestia. I don't know if it's the folks or if it's just singular folk. I don't know if it's folk or folks. If it's person or people. Uh, but Colestia reached out after our last episode where we talked about a hand with many fingers, and oh, yeah. they. They said they liked our episode and they recommended uh, another one of their games that they collaborated with, uh, Crawl Space oh, and, uh, Cla- I, 
and Cloud Gardens. Yeah, you saw this. Yeah, um, I, I need to check that shit out. Holy shit. It's a game called The Interlude, where it's like, it kind of reminds me of um, the uh, <laughs> the game we referenced just about every other episode, um, Inscription, um, yeah. in the way that, like it, the game itself is taking place in a space where the game is taking place. Yeah. Like, almost the entire game is played on a old school, like, brick-ass Nokia phone. Oh, fuck yeah. And you're also, like, in a car on a rainy night. And it's, yo, 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 those folks over there, they know what they're doing. Those boys can make games. This shit is engaging as hell. I I don't want to say anything about it. I really don't. Like, oh, I shit, this is like, free? Yeah, dog, it's fuck. Go fucking play it now. God damn, dude. Yeah, dude, no, this game, like, it's free. Go play it. It won't take up too much of your time. Like, it's, it's fucking good. Like, it's engaging. I don't want to tell you anything about it. Fucking go. Run, don't walk. Aw, oh, shit, man. And that's, that's all I had to play. And we've got some business to attend to. That's right, because we still have one more thing we can do before we can die. We... <laughs> We must finish our work on this on this mortal plane before we may pass. And that work is spinning a wheel. That's right, folks. We back here here in the Itchy Boys family, we have a little we have a little tradition to to bring us together. We spin a wheel. We do spin a wheel. Yeah. You you wanna you wanna explain? That's right, folks. There's these things called video games, and we put each we put uh, different kinds of video games on this little wheel. We spin at the wheel and we talk. We talk about whatever spin the wheel it lands on. Yeah, um, nailed it in one. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> it's okay. At the end of every episode, we uh, take a list of different topics, put it on a wheel, spin the wheel. And whatever topic comes up, that's the game we cover next. And this week, it is going to be... Win the spin of the wheel. Turn around and around. Give us the game that makes us brown. Well, uh, I don't I don't know if I want to co-sign that. Brown, in this case, being a verb, meaning poop. Because like we poop, we poop ourselves because of how cool the game is. No, I definitely understood it. I... Oh, would you look at that? Space! Space! We're going to space, Bobby! Pack your shit, we're going to space. Aw, shit, You hear dude. that right, folks? In two weeks' time, we will be in space. Fuck yeah. Space! Space! I'm your itchiest spaceman, Hunter J. Allen. And I'm your itchier spaceman. That's right, I stole it from you. Bobby McCarthy. God damn it. And we're... Two itchy boys. Nailed it. Fuck yeah. Fuck yeah. Yo, we're getting good at this. Boy, howdy. Are you going to find out right after these messages? And, we'll leave um, you. We'll leave your mind gaping right after this commercial break. Thank you, Casper Mattresses.
(laughs) 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 Fucking stupid. That was so fucking dumb. That was fucking dumb. (laughs) Ha, 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 ha.